not trending topics today. It's Friday. I just did say it's entertainment, and uh, we look at what's happened in the world of uh, that entertainment news. And our bestie joining us now, Rifue Litsua, entertainment and lifestyle commentator. How are you, Radiant Ray? Hey, girl, besties in the house. Are you still radiant? Are you radiant in this <laughs> wonderful day, a new day, a new month? <laughs> I am. Look, I find a reason to be radiant. So it's raining today. I don't know if it's still raining. I haven't been outside in a bit. Um, I love it. I love rain. Um, I love water. So I'm happy, bestie. How are you, though? I'm good. good. To hear you. I'm good, good, good. Great things, hey? I'm, I'm happy. Happy October. <laughs> yes, and it's going to be an amazing one, as we're saying, hey? Can you believe we're like two months two months away from Christmas? Well, December. Yeah. yeah, and I hope we don't go back, we don't regress in terms oh. of levels and lockdown levels. And we just I hope um, responsible, hey? Yeah, well, we we just need to be responsible. Do you think we will be? <sighs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I'm just looking at the behavior of our the behavior of people, really. I think people are so COVID fatigued. Um, Do you think maybe it was just heritage uh, celebrations or that's how we're feeling? I think that people are tired, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we, we all want a sense of, we want normal things. We're like, I want to be able to hug you. I want to be able to walk around without a mask. I want to, people want to feel normal. So I think, I don't think, I don't see people behaving because, you know, people, festive season brings out very festive and happy, almost careless behavior in a lot of people and impulsive behavior. Mm. So it's, I really hope I'm wrong. I try to be wrong. But if I'm looking at the trends... Yeah, <laughs> uh, ne? And what we need to understand, I mean, as, as much as we're saying we're tired, we can't mm. be tired in terms of slacking in what we need to do because then that's yeah, when we're exactly. going to be even more tired because then we don't mm. get out of this. Exactly. It would be like being stuck in a maze, you know, like, you know, when you start at one point, you still end at the same point. Um, mm. So I really hope that we we become part of the solution because I know a lot of people have been responsible. We've been doing our part, but I really hope that we don't get tired, we get um, encouraged because I feel like let's get vaccinated. Let's, let's do best. Mm. You know, I know it's not nice sometimes, but let's just do best and, and play our part because, if we don't play our part, uh, this is not going to really end now. It will end in yeah. tears, as they say, on the social streets. Mm, let's not end in. Let's not. It must not end in tears. Let's talk hashtag no. Doja Cat today. Firstly, <laughs> yeah. on our entertainment rap. So this uh, rap star has, is calling mm. on world leaders to fight Africa's devastating hunger. He's uh, uh-huh. She's uh, got, I guess, close to her heart what's happening in Africa because she's very mm. much uh, South African. She's half South African. She is. She's off. She's 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 originally from well, a part of her heritage is in Durban. Um, so she's half South African, and I just thought this was just so beautiful. I guess they recently had um, the the Global Citizen Live event. You know, I get you know, Mombata was rubbing shoulders also mm-hmm. with the royals. You go, girl! <laughs> Taking those pictures and showing us and making us proud. So mm-hmm. Doja Cat was saying, guys, listen, we please help us call on the leaders to help us find the the devastation of hunger in Africa because it's bad and COVID has worsened it. And she, she she further went on to say, the reason why this is close to me, if you don't know, well, I'm part South African and Africa will always be my home. And 
no man can do anything alone. We must all come together. Please join me. So she was really talking about that. And I just really thought that was such a mature thing to say. I mean, she's 25. Yeah. I know my, I know. I tend to be corrected, but most 25-year-olds right now are extremely woke. You know, it's the woke generation. And I and she's really using her influence to, to spread a positive message. It's not about just mujaibu. I mean, she's doing very well as well. So I just thought, you know what? I like this. I like, we need more young people to say, hey, man, the solution lies with us, but we need to also put pressure on our leaders and say, listen, we are available to my me now, yeah. you know, in corner. So did, I mean, I she's really. uh, and and by the way, her dad is uh, Dumisani Lamini, who's known for her, his role in Sarafina, one of the actors mm-hmm. there. He's a choreographer. So she's half Zulu uh-huh. and half Jewish, and her real That's name okay. is Zandi Lamini. That's interesting. There we go. There uh, we go. Zandi Lamini, right? Because yes, Amala was actually her, her debut album as well, hey. Yes, yes, it was uh, back in 2018. So do you think Do you think then that she's also now trying to say, hey, I want to get more in touch with my African side. I'm from Durban. Hi, guys. I'm South African. And maybe she could have put a little bit of Zulu there in her speech if she, she doesn't. Could, she could, she could. Maybe she does. You'd be surprised, guys. You'd be surprised. I mean, I listen to a lot of her music and I'm like, you know when you listen to someone's music and you're like, but why does this feel familiar? Can it say African root thing mm, yeah. on I, no, no I but I never, so. I didn't know, hey, at all. I mean, I was watching the awards uh, the other day. What was it, MTV or VMAs? Yeah. With my daughter, and she was hosting. I'm not, I'm not sure which award. Yeah, I think it was the VMAs, because um, we spoke about it here as well, for entertainment mm, rap. And mm, I, I would have never you, thought yeah. that she's South African. I oh, never saw I, that. I just felt, because I was like, I didn't, at first I didn't know she was South African. But like I said, I, I just felt like a... Uh, a connection you need to know because something. Why do I like this girl a lot? I mean, the music is for me. It's, it's, a, it's an alternative type of music. Then I was like, oh, okay, the African ancestors are saying we're in this music. Um, so I really think. Let's see how far this goes. But I think uh, I do think this will come out in a positive way. Do you know how she came up with her name? How do you go from Zandile Lamini to Doja Cat? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I, I didn't. I was like, why would you be a Doja Cat? And I was like, if I listen to your music, you know what? With me, sometimes when it comes to certain artists, if you've got a funny name, I don't always look at your name. I like your music, it's cool. But until you start saying impactful things, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But we'll maybe next week we'll speak about why right, she's got to do that. Okay. And speaking of maturity, I mean, she had said that she wasn't really on social media. She kind of restrained yes, herself in terms yes, of that. And she would rather be absolutely. more purposeful and mindful in terms of her life. And then exactly. obviously when she released her debut album, she was very much there. But now she's kind of gone back a bit. What do you think of that? Do you know what? I think when I was doing a bit of research on her, she said um, when she first came out, she was like, she was, there was this blog, I think it's called Periscope, where she was on Periscope or... 12 hours a day, and she would show people how she's performing. Sometimes she'd roast people, and so she would get, like, um, mixed reaction, right? Mm. And so she she was like, you know what? She thinks, like, sometimes that, that wasn't responsible of her, as much as it's fun. But remember, with mi- mixed reaction, you can lose people. Also, you can be misinterpreted or misunderstood. So I just think that, you know what? It, it, it's a very smart thing to do because you can't always show... 100% of your life on mm. social media. So she mm. says, because also people come at you know, when I leave the trolls, they don't just live on Twitter, trolls are everywhere. You know? Yeah. So I think it's also a self preservation kind of vibe.
Okay. I would, yeah. I think it's, it's self-preservation. You need to do that. I mean, yeah, you and do I need to. Just got, yes, I also just think she's got parents that are constantly grounding her. Well, I understand. So mm. I just think, you know what? Um, I think so. Yeah, and Opu Dumisani Lamini being in the industry and also touring, you know, he's a theatre actor as well. So yeah. there, there's that background there that helps, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk hashtag Absolutely. Will Smith now. So yeah. Will Smith uh, is talking about a time back in his life where he had dreamed of having certain a number of girlfriends. He had a list. Uh, and uh, Haley Berry, exact. obviously, made part of I mean, that's <laughs> obvious. Haley Berry, who doesn't have a list uh-huh. uh, that does not include Haley Berry as, uh, you know, uh-huh. the people I would love to be around or with. Um, so he, these are women uh, that he would have loved to work with, but also he would have loved to be involved with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us more. Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Smith, man in black. <laughs> hey, yeah, ne? I don't know. <laughs> okay, like I really need to. Yeah, we're going to have another entanglement happening. I mean, they coined the term I, entanglement, I and like we it. went on and on about that last year. Are we going to have you another know, one now? My Will Smith, I feel like. I didn't understand. Anyway, let's start to decide on this. So Will Smith has been going to counseling. He's been seeing an intimacy uh, coach slash counselor, right? Mm -hmm. So this came out of a confession or a session where he was telling her, um, so his counselor is called Michaela. He was telling Michaela about his fantasy of having 20 women, traveling with 20 women at the same time on like a boat and he's taking care of them and you know, they're having a good time and like you said, Haley made the list and he said he, he's not sure where he got this whole idea of 20 women traveling in a boat with him, like a, is it a huge hef, uh, Hefner? Maybe he saw mm-hmm. his Hefner and yeah, so he was saying he's not sure why um, he, he had this fantasy but he really, as a teenager growing up, he felt really bad for wanting these women like that or fantasizing like that. So how and far back is this? Because he was married in 1997 to, oh, J- uh, to, to Jada started, and that was the, the second marriage. Mm, you see, this started in his teens. This fantasy thing was in his teens. So oh, I so this is way back, man. Okay. Way back. And he's only talking about it now and saying, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it come from far. So he was explaining to Michaela and he was saying that Michaela was really, during that counseling session, Michaela helped him sort of empty out his mind because they even spoke about how he'd feel guilty for um, crushing on certain women because he's married. And Michaela was like, no, it's normal to crush on someone or to think someone is attractive because he often, because he attributes this to um, his Christian upbringing, saying that he thought having those fantasies was just sin. And he felt extremely bad about it. But he's come a long way as a person. And he also touched on his entanglement and how he's, um, the whole entanglement issue, and how he's actually grown or risen above that. And then he says, Lena, as much as Jada had entanglement, he also had entanglement. As much as, and, but he's not going to talk about it because that's over. So you won't mention all he was entangled in the mind. So... Yeah, yeah so even at man, the time the entanglement story came out, he did say that it yeah. wasn't just uh, Jada that he's blaming yes. for stepping out yes. of the relationship because he also did. Okay, so now I understand. Okay, so he had the list of 20 women when he was a teenager, yes. when he was younger. Uh-huh. But then even during uh-huh. his marriage, he still had thoughts and fantasies yes. and I think, with you know other, what, I with involving yes, other, other women. People. So, mm-hmm. so now it makes sense. Thing. Yeah, it makes sense. But I think let's focus yeah. more on him saying his mindset uh, mm-hmm. has changed. 
Because, yes. I mean, he touches on being a Christian and having these thoughts and feeling yeah. like they sins, but then going through yeah. all of the therapy, understanding that it actually is something that does happen, especially mm. if you've been married for a long time. You might think of other mm. people, so long as you don't act on it, right? Yeah. Don't they have, like, an open marriage, though? How does their marriage work? Because I don't know. Their marriage, it's, it's just so strange because he, he mentioned something about he the kind of marriage that him and Jada have, he would not, it's not for everybody, you know, um, but they do speak about these things. And I, I do have a suspicion, I could, I stand to be corrected that, you know, they would, if they want to entangle with someone, they make it known. That's what I understood, but I could be wrong. I mean, look, Wilson hasn't told me about it yet, hasn't slid in the DMs things. So um, I guess we wouldn't know. But but let's focus on his mindset changing. I think let's focus there. As I'm saying, you know, he's 53 years old. He's Mm -hmm. matured Mm -hmm. now. Uh, And I mean, he's also been divorced before. He was married uh, to Sheree Zambino in 92. They divorced in 95. And then Jada came in as the wife in 97. So do you think Uh also part of that mindset change is that lessons that you get from divorce can add to that? I think so. I think there's definitely been a lot of growing up on his part. Um, I mean, he he speaks so sober-mindedly here, and he speaks about love also, how love, love is not just a feeling, but you work on love. You know, it's a choice. And so I think the the divorce thing and all those issues that that they've had, him with with the old, um, with the former uh, Mrs. Smith, um, so I think there's definitely some growing up and I think really his counseling sessions are really helping him, and he's actually showing more self-compassion, which I think is such an amazing thing. He's showing more self-compassion towards himself. And I think, you know what, this is beautiful. He should write a book. I want to read on it. He has uh, written a book. I saw on his I Instagram. Did. Yeah, well, he's, he's written it. a book, and it's coming out now, uh, like, uh, sometime soon. But also, oh, perfect, uh, uh, the, perfect, the fact that perfect, he's got three perfect. kids, eh? He's got Trey, mm-hmm. he's got Jaden and Willow. And and also his kids are quite creative and intelligent children. Yes. Do you think that also adds to a, a, a mindset change it for does, a parent when does, your kids are very much, you know, liberal and open-minded and intelligent and creative beings? It does. And I think he's constantly trying to set a good example for these kids and he's allowing them to be who they are. I mean, like you said, um, their children are so creative. They're very expressive. they they're who they are, you know, they found their voices. So I think it, it really adds on, you know, being a parent is a, not one size fits all, man. There's no manual of being a parent. And I think they, they're doing quite well. And uh, those experiences have shaped the way that they groom their kids or raise their children. Okay, let's come back to the country, talking Lungi Naidu, the singer, <laughs> who's now re- made yeah. a return to music. So she was taking a break for a bit from making music. Mm. Why did she take a break? Lungi, beautiful voice. Um, she was just going through the most. I mean, she she said, um, I was reading a lot about her because I really liked some of um, the music and how she sounded. She was just saying mm. that she felt like, when, let me start it like this, actually. Let me sing it this way. So she was saying when she started music, it wasn't about the fame, it wasn't about the glory. It was just a young girl that wanted to do music because she loved music. I mean, Ulungi used to sing in church. So she just wanted to get a message out there and just serve in that way. And then she said as time went by, you know, the pressures of um, being a musician in the spotlight, life happens to you, there are breakups, there are deaths, there's just, 
It's a lot. So she went through a lot, but she just couldn't recognize the person she saw in the mirror. So she just thought, you know what? Um, let me actually walk away, not walk away, but just take a, a sabbatical from music and, you know, just find myself again. So she went home, you know, mm. but she said she felt like that, that's the safest place you could be on earth, around people that love and adore you, people that would give you direction. So and where's home? KZN? She's in KZN, yeah. Okay. She's in KZN. So she went home and she was like, you know what? I need that, that super loving, that extra loving from home. Nothing like a beautiful home and warm home. And she also said... um, she was really affected by uh, Dr. Cindy Van Zyl's death, you know, which was earlier this year. Mm. And, I mean, all of us were just, I'm still like, sure, Dr. Cindy's gone. I mean, I haven't even deleted the messages we were, we, we had in between us. So I'm, like, mm. I'm not ready yet. So a lot of people, even if they hadn't met with Dr. Cindy, they were still, she, she really had an impact on them. So she was also saying that that also hit hard you know, that Dr. Cindy was um, has passed on. But so she says, you know what, she's ready for music. She's back again. She's found herself. She's stronger. There's lessons that she's learned. And she feels like um, she's got a new story to tell. You know, her perspective has changed on life. But she says she was also grateful for um, her parents who are just as supportive, you know, to say, you know, it's okay. Come back home, babe. Come back home. And her siblings are like, no, come back. Yeah. Okay. It's failed. important. I mean, we were saying even with Doja Cat taking time off social mm-hmm. media, every now and again, you just need to put a pause or a stop button and uh, just mm-hmm. start over. Yeah. And you know what? I think basically when you start over, a lot of people think it's failure and it's not. And I feel like it's mm. like such a mature and grounded person to say, you know what? I need to go back to the drawing board and do this and be myself again because you get to a point sometimes where you don't even recognize this. I feel like, but who's this person? You're going through the motions, you're on autopilot. So I just really think this is such a mature and honest, an honest, 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 honest uh, feeling and expression. So I'm just, I'm really mm. happy for it and I really wish her the best. I mean, you can't wait to hear her beautiful music. Absolutely. Can we get maybe a fusion of the fact that she's both Indian and Zulu in heritage? That would be interesting, right? Yeah. Very interesting. Mm. Okay. Also uh, in South Africa, (laughs) Pearl Tusi. And she's (laughs) talking about something I was speaking about with my friends uh, just not so long ago. So Pearl Uh Tusi went on her social media and she was expressing Mm -hmm. how she's so not impressed by people who come to her table when she's out in the clubs or in the restaurants or whatever she's doing, having fun. And they want to share her hubli. So a hubli, for those who don't know, is the smoking device, I guess, right? We can call it that. Mm -hmm. Um, And and people, you know, enjoy doing that while they are out and about. Mm -hmm. So she's venting and saying, but people, please don't come to my table and want to share my hubli. Stay away. Mm -hmm. Let me smoke my hubli in peace. You know, people, this story is funny, but it's it's a serious story. It gets serious because she she, she had a, she posted an 18-minute video where she was just saying, guys, there is, um groove or etiquette. I think people forget. I think when people see you in public, you don't even have to be a celebrity. I don't know. People sort of forget how there's an etiquette to, to hey, can I be can I be on the table? Can we sit? When, can we share the table? Can we? Because people, well, some people will approach you and say, can we share a table? Then they start drinking your stuff. They start eating your food, and it's, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she was saying. So one of the the people came through. She was like, "Hey, can I come with my friends? This is a story. Can I come with my friends? Oh, sure." And then going to the friend brings more people. Oh, wow. and now the friend is like, "Hey, can we smoke coffee?" So I was like, "Okay, sure, cool." Friends go 
smoked happily, busy taking videos here, here. I'm smoking happily with so-and-so. And she says one of the friends vomited in one of the, the buckets. You know those buckets? Those oh, ice no, buckets man. Put your, your babes in. So it was many. So it, I was like, oh, my God. Imagine. So she was just saying, imagine. When are you just sitting there having a good time? You know, you're trying to get your groove on. And then someone vomits in your bucket. Besides, even before we even get to the vomiting, what are you doing invading my space? Like, yo, this is why I stay home. But the conversation I was having with my friends about this hubbly and sharing issue is the safety, guys. People sharing hubbly without changing the mouthpiece. What is up with that? And people do not share. I mean, I don't smoke this thing. I don't know how it works, but I can imagine that. But you share the same mouthpiece. I've also seen videos of it. Sharing the yeah, sharing the mouthpiece is not going to be a safe thing. I don't know if maybe um, you know because you inhale and exhale around people, so you inhale with the with the pipe and the mouthpiece thing. I've seen it. So I don't know if maybe (laughs) even changing the mouthpiece will help because maybe some of the particles in your lungs are still on the actual pipe and the saliva. So the whole thing should actually be different for all of us. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It should be, but you know, people just think when they're out partying, they just think, "Oh, what? They just smoke it up," and they don't. People don't think about this, and so I don't see people sanitizing the the the, the, the happy mouthpiece before it goes to the next person. They, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah, Monica, so these are the things that will get us to I, I to fourth wave. Happening. I I don't see that. Maybe I I I I just I think Paul is a very careful person. He probably afterwards changes things. And use the second one because I think you have a second um, mouthpiece just in case. Because sometimes some of these things they've got uh, three connections where three people can actually use um, the, the, the. I think some people call it the hookup pipe. Uh-huh. I could be wrong, but there's three mouthpieces. Just depends. The fancier the the hubby or vape thing is, you can connect more heads to it. So I think pro because sometimes it goes out with friends and you know they smoke the thing. Everyone's got their own thing. She so, did say, though, that um, she would share it with the people who are yes, closest yes. to her, that she knows no, their but stories. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just wondering, stuff, yeah. um, I'm just wondering, yeah. does that even actually help? Because even, I mean, I can share, for example, me, I'm saying with my sister and with uh-huh. my partner and my partner's sister or whatever, and there's four of us. Yeah. I still don't mm-hmm. know what they're exposed to still. I mean, there are people that I'm extremely mm-hmm. comfortable with, but they could yeah. be, you know, um, carrying a virus. You don't know. So yeah, it's it's I just tricky. I think people must just have their own hubblies. One hubbly per person. One pipe, yeah. one mouthpiece, one hubbly exactly. per person. That's not that's sharing. the safe thing. And these hubbly things are not heavy, guys. They're just really compact. You just you set it up. You set it up. But so shame she was really like, guys, please stop this. Drink your own alcohol, bring your own stuff. I don't want to share with people that I don't know. And I get it. I get it. She I get doesn't it. want any her. scrubs. Yes. <laughs> I don't want, want no scrubs. You know? <laughs> she doesn't. She says, bring your own. She's gonna, you know when you go out partying, you know you have a tendency of wanting to drink whatever or smoking whatever. Bring your own, boo. Mm. Imagine. I'm just, I'm just looking at, I'm just thinking about imagine when you're just sitting there looking all cute. Someone brings their friends. You don't even know these people. Then someone vomits in your bucket. Now some people are taking videos of um, themselves smoking your hubbly, lighting up a storm and being badass. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I understand her frustration, crazy. absolutely. Uh-huh. And why do people like the social intelligence sometimes? I mean, it's, it's just, just really what it is. It boils down to that. And just manners, as you were saying, the etiquette, oh, yeah. the respect for personal space down. and having manners. It just reminds me of something that also happened to me when I was out. So I'm, I was having, you know, some lunch, 
trying to just center myself and then someone comes to my table and asks for some of my needs. And I was like, what is the need? And I was so shocked. I actually just like, oh, you can have some. Because like, oh, she was passing. She passed twice. I said, you know, I was looking at your meat and I just thought, hey, that looks delicious. May I have some? So people just don't, <laughs> there are no boundaries. <laughs> people just think it's okay because, hey, hey why not? I'm craving it. Sabawel. <laughs> Bestie, let's just stay home, and then we avoid all this frustration. And be safe, And also, I mean, and and what do you think of this? Here's the question, because, yes, we go uh-huh. out, but when you go out, you know you've got your own budget, right? You know exactly what you like mm-hmm. to eat, what you like to drink, and yes. you do that according to your budget. And then somebody else uh-huh. comes and joins you. They've got their own budget and whatever. When it's yes. now coming to, uh, if it's a group, say, of four ladies, we're having girls' night mm-hmm. or girls' lunch, how do we yep. sp- uh, split the bill? Whew, this is what I think. I we always do it like this with um my friends and the girls. So you pay for what you ate, and then and then we then split. Um, then we contribute to what is it called again? The, the tip. trip. Yes, that's what we do, and it's an agreement from it, guys. Everybody for himself. You know, if we want to, maybe let's say me and you bought a, some wings, then we'll share the, the bill for the wings. But then we're always very careful. You you keep tabs on what you eat because I think it's it's really because some people will order more than others because sometimes yeah. Then when are you time, you know yes. I could order my steak there and when are you only had exactly. wings? Those are completely and you different wings. price that time points. Your steak is like two hundred rand. The wings were like forty five rand. But now we must now split your money. So my thing is unless if you all share, we're like you know what this is what we all um buying. We bought a platter or whatever. Then we'll share that. And, and what is the etiquette then? Is the, what is the etiquette? So we must have that conversation as friends first. Yeah. To first. say, okay, I'm ordering yeah. this and we can share it. Is that okay? Can I order it? Are we sharing? Yeah. Or to just go ahead and yeah. order and, and then I afterwards ask for the money? Have that conversation. Because sometimes, you know, some friends expect certain things that are, but show me we all ate. So my thing is, we must decide, guys, are we going to share or are we going to have individual meals? What is the budget? If we share, are we going to spend, let's say, 400 grand on a meal? Are we going to all equally pay the same amount, you know? So and then, to be here because, mm. and then you get your bottle of moe, right? And I come and join, and I have maybe one glass out of your bottle. About four or five glasses would have come that out of that. So I must pay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah, sometimes I'll tell you. Look, listen, I don't mind. I don't mind sharing with other kids, but I'm just saying in instances where, because some friends won't even tell you they feel offended by you not paying for your share yeah. there. And that's why I'm raising this. People bring it up, yeah. Yeah, that's but why I'm raising think... it because I think, I mean, mm. for you, you guys have a solid group of friends. You must have had the conversations mm. and it mm. took no, the time to get there. No, but there's a, a lot of <laughs> groups of people <laughs> who leave disgruntled at the restaurant because the conversation was never had and there were expectations oh, that were not expressed, that. you know? I just feel like when you friends, there will always be, it's important to surround yourself with people that will be honest with you and transparent. Yeah. Because now, the next thing you know, your friend will resent you. Then you're like, oh, we don't know what happened. Next thing you know, the friendship is over. And it's over something that could have just been sorted out from the on go, from the onset. So for me, my friends and I tell them, like, guys, I'm very specific to what I eat. Um, it's, so I don't, I prefer paying for my own food. Yeah. And adding to the tip. Definitely okay. add to the tip. Okay. But I'm not going to be paying for a portion of whatever that I did not even touch.
Yeah, you can't be pay, uh, like, paying what? for a bottle of Moe yeah. when you, all you had I mean, was I've a glass of red wine or your, your savannah. <laughs> no. Oh, I've been in that instance this yeah. way when yeah. people were like eating whatever. Now I think that they had spent like maybe a hundred grand or something because I left home and eaten and stuff. But the bill was like people were having this and that and this. And I'm like, I, mean, I don't have, I can't be paying, I can't contribute to a thousand and that time I've only spent a hundred rand. Yeah. It makes zero sense. Right. Simple to me. etiquette and just uh, being fair. Let's take it back to that. Uh, finally, just Thank touching briefly on Strava yeah. now. What's happening with him? Ustava, um recently, well, this week, he posted on the Twitter that um, one thing that really inspired him about the late Pro Kid, I guess Pro Kid would have been 40 this year. You know, Pro Kid was one of the pioneers of uh, hip hop in South Africa. I mean, yo, amazing. So he was just saying, you know what? I just miss how this man was just proudly South African and how he never apologized for rapping in Isuzul, for rapping Kasusul, to, to just add that beautiful Soweto, Kasi uh, vibe, he was saying. So he was like, you know what, we, we remember the greats, you know. What inspired uh, this tweet? What what was happening? I, I think he was just reflecting. You know, sometimes this Java can be in his feelings. And I, I think that's one of the things I like about him, Ray. He put he writes what's on his mind, so he was just thinking, reminiscing, and thinking, you know what? Um, I miss Upo Kid, and I think this is a tweet worth sharing. And I'm asking why he's on social media. I'm a bit judgmental with him because there were gender-based violations, mm-hmm. allegations against him from Lady Zama, who's also a South African mm-hmm. artist. And he said mm-hmm. he's not going to go on social media to comment. and He's going to leave the issue with his lawyers. So well, does that, this mean now he's back to commenting mm-hmm. on social media? And when are we resp- you know, going to yeah. get a response on those very, very serious allegations? Yeah, I'm also waiting for, for that response as well because it almost feels like it was just left you know, like, what's going on, guys? So I'm sure it will eventually um, rise to the senses again because I know these legal matters are they're very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's I mean, an entire rape case experience. was open there. It's, so it's, I don't like I don't like this thing of sweeping things under the carpet. No, I think if he's going to mention something, he needs to start there. Yes, he must finish it. He must finish it yeah. um, and say, guys, this is the situation, um, but I will let... I can't say certain things. We'll let the lawyers do. But don't be uh, what's it, m- uh, mom about it the whole time. Just no, I don't like that. Uh, yeah. I'm not impressed. But let's, no, let's leave it there. Yeah. Thank you so much, <laughs> Rufu. <laughs> Thank you. It's a new month, Thank you. as we Thank said. You. Blessings, blessings Thank abound. And uh, have a great oh, weekend. Yeah. Oh, take, uh, take care of yourself. Stay warm. I believe some parts of the country are going to continue being very rich. Uh, this weekend, eh? Okay, that, that's a great reason for us to stay indoors. I love that. Yes, and be safe. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. If you're going to smoke your hubbly, make sure it's your hubbly. You're By not sharing yourself. it. <laughs> and you won't even worry about a budget of people vomiting on your oh, shoes my goodness. and your <laughs> Sounds like a scene from the movie Hangover. But anyway, yes, thanks again, Rifue. Thank you, Bessie. Take care of yourself. Great. Rufu Elitzawal, entertainment and lifestyle commentator, our bestie here on SFM Sound Awake. Some of your messages this morning. Um, Olive, you're saying good morning, Asanda and team, Sound Awake family as well. Happy Friday. Enjoy the new month of October. Thank you, Olive. The same uh, to you there, fam. And uh, also on just the poll, we asked, do you believe that we will be able to comply with the new regulations?